0: You're listening to the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast, your weekly post-apocalyptic news roundup. Hello and welcome back to this 73rd episode of the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast. I'm your host, Sean, and I am the senior editor here at postapocalyptic.com. and uh we have another week full of news here uh it's we we actually had some crazy news and i know i probably say that every single week but we had some some big news and i'm judging that i'm judging the craziness and the bigness that's a word uh off of the traffic we get on some of these posts right on these articles and we had uh we had a couple doozies i guess we'll say this week Uh, So let's get right into it. This first one is probably, it's probably, we'll just start with the big one, right? We'll just start with the one that kind of got, got more attention than any of the other ones. And that is the story about the time traveler. There's another time traveler on TikTok saying that they know when the world will end, right? Now you might remember, well, this has actually happened a few times, but back in January, I talked about this also happening on tiktok and in january there was a guy who said i think he's from spain his name is javier and he said that he was the time traveler right and he came back he i think he came back or maybe he wasn't already like in the future or something like that and he's posting to tiktok when uh the world has ended right so people are like well why how do you have internet how do you have electricity and he's like well it's a you know it's a wormhole thing or something you know he's just like making stuff up well that went away there have been a few copycats since then because that guy got millions of followers right and that's kind of the point of tiktok and all social media right get millions of followers um and and then you're happy with yourself right so so that one was kind of debunked right well there's a new one that's kind of really making the rounds now, and this is a TikTok user named the Hidden God One. And this person says that they are from the year 2034. Now, they're not claiming to be. Uh, they're not actually claiming to be the one from 2034. They're claiming to know someone from 2034. So, that's a. Let's get that part straight. So, so this person knows a time traveler from 2034 who came back in time and told them all about the apocalypse and not only that not only like you know details on on what the future looks like but also the exact day that the world is supposed to end right and uh, another thing you have to you know take into consideration here is the fact that this all comes from the sun the sun not the sun in the sky but the sun the the newspaper the periodical the sun um so this person says this is kind of their timeline, right? On July 14th of this year, the Great Split will happen, which will be America's biggest earthquake. I don't know why this is only happening in America, but there you go. So there will be a big earthquake in America. Apparently, the country will split. <clears throat> then, August 9th, over 2 million people around the world will mysteriously disappear. Um, Will they fall down the, the hole made by the earthquake? I don't know, but... It's just a thing. It's like a mysterious disappearance. Uh, it's very similar to like, you know that that like left Behind series from 20, some years ago, something like that. Everybody just disappears. Like I think their clothes even stayed behind and they they disappeared. I think that's how I never read the the books, but uh, I saw I saw five minutes of the movie. Um, <clears throat> then on October 3rd, again of this year, there will be creatures known as stalkers which will appear around the globe. And these stalkers, they this person posted a picture on their TikTok of what these stalkers look like. It's kind of a generic, you know, creature kind of a thing that they probably found online. Um, so, this is, I, I don't know where they get, you know, this is the exact date uh, series of events that they're saying that they're getting from this time traveler, right? But, at that point, at, at the point that this started really getting popular, strangely enough, this TikTok user took down the videos and made a lot of them private. Um, other people, though, have been duetting the and stitching the the videos, which is something you can do with uh, you know a TikTok, where you you basically do a split screen and you show their video and then like your video on the side where you're like reacting to it or whatever. It's a it's a you know cheap way to get make content for your tiktok um so there's another person named i (laughs) 18 which is a great name uh they combined the predictions into one video and wrote it's not true at the top um (laughs) so uh, that's a skeptic right that's someone who does i i would say i'm a skeptic if you can't tell from the the skepticism just oozing out of my voice i just i don't know I guess, well, number one, I'm old. But number two, a lot of these things are easily debunked. You know what I mean? Like, we, we there's not time travelers. They can't be tra- time travelers because then we would already know about them unless they can only go forward in the future at that point, you know, that this would also be debunked. But anyway, scientific, you know, sci-fi um, tropes aside, uh, I, I think it's interesting, though, that so many people loved this story and they loved kind of, uh, reading about these time travelers who say that they know exactly when, you know, I mean, how many years, how many decades and thousands of years since Confucius and, you know, all that have people been claiming that they know when the the end of the world is? Um, we're not meant to know, you know, we don't, we don't know for sure, but i don't know it's still interesting to try to figure it out right and especially to make predictions i mean it's working right these people on tiktok it's working for them to get hits to uh to to claim that they know when the end of the world is even like i could make it up right now i could say the world is going to end on, on february 4th 2023 right oh there you go so i'm going to put that on my tiktok and then i'm going to get millions of views right no that's not It's not really how that works. But if it did, everybody would be doing that, right? Um, so according to the Sun, this has, you know, also happened a few other times. In in 2019, there was a man named Noah who claimed that he was stuck in the wrong year. That's an interesting story. I linked that from the article uh, you know, that I wrote about this. And then in 2021, we had a man who claimed that he could jump dimensions, like Quantum Leap. Remember Quantum Leap? That was such a great show. Ziggy, remember all that? So <clears throat> that guy claimed that he could jump dimensions, which isn't technically time travel, you know? It's like going to this, the parallel universes between, you know, like other lives, which if, if you haven't seen Quantum Leap, that is such a great show. Also, there was another one called Sliders that did pretty much the same thing. Great, great show. I love that stuff. Uh, anyway, and then uh, and in, in... So this one... Okay, there was another one that said that there's a... Now, this one was, was interesting to me because this is very specific. This other time traveler, uh, I guess earlier this year, said that there was a celebrity who faked his own death... And he will actually reveal that and the hoax and how he did it on September 16th of this year. Now that seems really specific, right? It seems like, like we've seen a lot of celebrity deaths. I mean, they happen all the time. Every month we get, you know, a handful of them. But apparently there's one who didn't actually die and he's going to reveal that it was a hoax on September 16th. So, I mean, that's something we can look forward to at least mark it on your calendars, you know, who do you think who supposedly died it doesn't say when they said that they died, but in recent history, actually didn't die. I mean, is it Elvis? No, it can't be Elvis. Elvis would be <laughs> Elvis would be like, let's see, he would probably be like 100 years old by now, right? He, he has to be close, like maybe 90s. Yeah. So the, I don't think that's who it is. Anyway, crazy story. I love crazy stories. I love writing about crazy stories. They're always fun. Um, even if I don't believe him, you know it doesn't really matter. It's just the fact that it's a it's a story that I'll, it's kind of riling a lot of people up. You know, it's good fun. All right, let's move on to the next thing that's riling people up, and that is the new Resident Evil trailer. Now, Netflix is going to come out with this new Resident Evil. Uh, it's a TV show, right? and it's going to be uh it's going to take place kind of like a prequel it has you know new raccoon city you start out new raccoon city of 2022 and then it goes forward uh to 20 i think it's 2036 is when the when the rest of it happens so you know they're showing the parts of it from uh this this character jade wesker who is played by uh ella belinska and her father's Albert Wesker. Now, you might remember Albert Wesker as part of, you know, the Resident Evil lore. But, so she's the daughter. This is a prequel. This is her, you know, early on. And then it's kind of following her story, right? And it, at that point in, in 2036, everything is destroyed. You know, there's an apocalyptic event and, they're, and they're, the zombies are there. You know, it's kind of like what led up to Raccoon City being destroyed what led up to the umbrella corp uh doing what they did in the you know in the story itself well i think i mean i'm not a huge huge resident evil lore nut you know i've played the first game back in what was that 90 like 96 or something like that 98 wow that was a long time ago but you know i saw a couple of the movies uh but i'm not you know i'm not huge huge into it so i'm not sitting here you know getting all upset about this trailer but apparently a lot of people are i look at the trailer and i say this is a this looks like a good a good show right this looks like something that i could sit down and watch it looks like a quality you know it's 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 made well uh it's high budget it's netflix you know it's going to be eight episodes so i you know It's not just a sit down and watch movie. You actually have an episodic content. Um, And, of course, this... I don't know if I've mentioned it, but it will be coming out on July 14th. So we don't have too long to wait, like a month and a half or so. Uh, So I'm excited about it. You know, I see this and I say, this looks like a good movie or, you know, good TV show. Well, then you scroll through the comments. Now, okay, I'll, I'll take that with a grain of salt because uh a lot of these i don't know a lot of the you know these fan th- these types of shows and movies and anything you know video games books that has a, a like a long-standing fan base like resident evil is gonna it's gonna have people who are really 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 involved in the lore right and really they just really know what goes on in every every aspect of that lore and and if something's off they're going to say whoa no can't do that Uh, and we're going to talk about something very similar to that in a second here too but so for resident evil fans who have been around for 24 years you know since the game first came out um they get a little upset when they see that this new show isn't following exactly what you know what they've come to know and love about the series right and the movies i mean there's been a half dozen movies there's been games several games um there's been comic books there's been a, a tabletop game there's been a lot a lot of things that have you know circled around and focused on resident evil so i'm going to read some of these comments from from fans this one on twitter it says i watched the trailer for resident evil netflix and to be honest it looks cool does it look like resident evil no but i'll watch it looks more like last of us with resident evil monsters okay i could see that uh it somehow has way more budget than welcome to raccoon city we get all the creatures on netflix production value exclamation point all right so yeah i i agree with that i mean makes sense and we have one that says came for resident evil left because it's not resident evil That seems to be the biggest complaint right there. It's not Resident Evil. It's not canon, you know, as they say. Uh, This one says, Something I feel like a lot of Resident Evil adaptations seem to not realize is that Resident Evil is never a post-apocalyptic situation. The zombies literally never take over. Like, at most, they infest a small town, but then are quickly taken care of. Well, yeah, that's, um, that's another comment on, let's see, that's on the the YouTube comments on the trailer itself. Um, Yeah, that's a good point because, you know, where do you draw that line? You know, do you you say post-apocalyptic, of course, after the apocalypse? The apocalypse would be a world-changing event, right? It's not a locally, you know, an event that just happens locally, even though it might happen a bunch of places, right? I can see that. Um, I'm a little... I don't know. I kind of love to accept that an apocalypse can happen a little easier than that. You know what I mean? I think it's because I love the genre so much and it's, you know, what I do. And so when there's any kind of apocalyptic event, where do you, know, where do you draw the line? Do you say it has to kill a million people? Does it have to kill uh, half the population? You know, 49%. Fifty percent. Like, where do you draw the line? Well, I think what they're saying is these are small towns, and it's it's not it's not even half you know the population. It's just a, a localized event, and the zombies don't take over completely. Okay, so there's that. Uh, this show, I don't know. I mean, they're not really saying that it took over the world. I don't believe. I don't believe they said that in the trailer, but. <clears throat> it does show something that looks like that. So maybe it's not. Maybe it's not even the entire world that's taken over by the infected. Maybe it's just this local uh, area. So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about watching it. I'm going to watch it with the, you know, with glasses of someone who appreciates Resident Evil but isn't infatuated with Resident Evil. So I'll let you know how that goes. I'll let you know what I think about it. Uh, after July 14th on netflix good time okay now continuing on with this (laughs) this thing where fans are getting a little excited which this i guess this one i can see a little bit more fans are getting really excited about the new halo tv show and one particular scene of last episode which was episode eight of season one it shows master chief john 117 you know um he has a little bit of a an emotional and physical connection with another character, right? So that other character is uh, Maki, who's the... It, I don't want to explain the whole thing. I also don't want to give any spoilers for the story itself. Uh, she's with the Covenant, right? So he falls for her, right? They... I, I didn't ask him if they're in love, you know, that's not... none of my business but but uh the the point is they are having intimate relations on episode eight right now we've already seen like we've seen master chief's butt right so we, we it this isn't even like that graphic it's not it's not a graphic scene at all there's it's not a cinemax you know after hours thing it's just it's just master chief and maki like getting together and hooking up right so people lost their minds about this people are like well uh there are some major lore you know actually you can't do that master chief there are some major lore things that prevent this uh number one one of the biggest ones now this isn't you know master chief is an augmented super soldier right he's a spartan he's a spartan too actually so so he is (laughs) he's just a super being right he's he's not he's not just some dude hooking up at a bar right he has an emotion pellet in his back now they did describe uh in the show i guess he got it removed all this stuff whatever but the fact is you know the people who wrote the story originally they you know they wanted this, this there's this mechanical thing in his back that literally you know prevents him from feeling too much emotion and the writers of the tv show are like well you know what what if what if we just took that out and then and then we could make this a love story we can make this twilight halo edition huh how's that and like everybody's sitting around the table it's like yeah that's a great idea yeah what halo what what's halo again it's a it's a TV show. The armor looks cool. Am I right, guys? So, <clears throat> I, I feel like they're you know, and I, I'm not alone here. Uh, again, I'm not a huge huge Halo lore nerd or anything, but I understand I understand you know what's going on in the in the game and in the TV, the books, all that stuff. Anyway, so it's kind of weird to say that Master Chief can have emotions for another you know person and he does and and so not only that so they've explained that part away they, they remove the emotion pellet right but what about the fact that his libido was actually reduced when he was a kid uh you know during training during that spartan 2 training he had his libido and i don't know i don't know if removed is the correct word but it's decreased right they they don't have a a real sex drive because you know the the doctor dr halsey was pretty much you know when they're young was pretty much like hey this would get in the way this would distract you so we're gonna get rid of that we're gonna get rid of that whole procreation thing right you are super soldier that's all you need to know and then uh, and then paramount's like well what if hey guys listen what if he didn't have a decreased libido. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it se- I, I feel like, you know, I am nitpicking a little bit here, and it's just weird. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It, it it's, it's like a major part of this character. I mean, also, we never saw his face before, and then in this TV show, he's just running around <laughs> without his helmet on constantly, you know? So, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of... it's weird because it seems like the target demographic is what we don't know what is the target demographic it's not it's not hardcore halo fans they're they stopped watching episodes ago it's not people who don't know what halo is because those four people uh are not going to watch the show anyway because they don't have internet or uh, you know, electricity. So, so I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do here. I don't know if it's, is it a thing about like trying to broaden the horizons of people who already are halo fans and maybe have always wanted to see master chief, (laughs) you know, hook up. Uh, Somebody said, and I thought this was a great comment. Someone said that um, this is basically fanfic at this point, you know, um, you stay in the same world as your favorite thing, and then you write a crazy alternative uh, storyline. You know, like, what if Master Chief hooked up? Sure. Yeah, that's that could happen in fanfic. Um, but for it to be on a TV show where you're, you're pretty much saying, like, this is, you know, this is Halo this is the tv show you've always been waiting for and then to not stick with the lore i don't know it's it's kind of weird also i have to point out <laughs> the, i wasn't really you know i wasn't disturbed by this I, I just find it funny that a lot of people were but what did disturb me not really disturb it's just like funny it's like laugh out loud funny cortana is sitting there watching them <laughs> you know and, and they just they cut over to her face as she's like watching them and then they cut back to them like rolling in the hay and then they cut back to Cortana and it's like what what why, why? <laughs> I mean sure she's she hangs out with them a lot right but do we have to see her expression during I don't know it's weird it's weird but hey they're grown adults right they do what they want or at least the writers can make them do what they want all right let's get on to this last little bit of news here uh black mirror now they've announced i say announced in quotes because i don't think netflix has officially announced it but i think that there's a casting call that someone found for black mirror season six um i'm very excited about this let's you know talk about talk about fan rage um, well, it's the opposite of rage. It's, but, you know, being a lore nerd, Black Mirror is one of my favorite shows of all time. I absolutely, absolutely love that show. And uh, the fact that they're making a season six is great because it's been three years, right? 2019, 20, yeah, somewhere around there. I mean, you know, we had a pandemic. We have a pandemic that's kind of kind of gotten in the way last couple of years, right? And this has happened to a lot of, a lot of shows and movies and kind of ongoing things. Uh, so that's understandable. We understand why Black Mirror took a break. But um, season six, doing a casting call and and looking for, uh, you know, getting that together, getting to the point where they're going to start making a season six, that's exciting, right? I wish Netflix would announce it, but of course, you know, we can't expect that to, <laughs> to happen this soon, I guess. Um, so what I did is I put together a list of what I thought would be kind of my, my wish list, right? My bucket list of things that I want to see in season six. Um, you know, when I saw the news, I, I said, I, I'm sure they're going to do a lot of things right. I'm sure they're going to have a great cast. They, they've always had a great cast, right? Especially later on. John Hamm, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, Miley Cyrus, right? So they've always had a great um a great cast. I think they'll they'll knock that out of park. They're probably going to do even better, a better cast this time. Um, it's it just keeps getting better. Now here's some things I want to see though. I want to see more episodes. You know what I mean? I want to see more like when they, okay the first couple seasons were three episodes each. That's back when it was on was it on BBC. It was a British show. Um, you know it it's kind of just starting out. Charlie Brooker wrote some amazing stuff in those first couple seasons and, and you know, through the whole run. But then they said, you know what, let's go to six episodes. So they did that for a couple um, a couple seasons, for, uh, three and four. And then season five, they said, well, let's go back down to three episodes. And people were like, uh-oh, what, wait, what? So I want to see him, eat. at least I want to see him go back to six episodes but more than that would be great most shows have 10 episodes you know especially like anthology things like that so let's see 10 right let's stop doing this like three episodes a season thing and just give one strong 10 episode season six let's do that that'd be great Uh, another thing i want to see is more dystopian robot stuff Uh, i wrote in my article that and this is this is so true when you talk to Black Mirror or talk about Black Mirror to people and you say hey have you ever seen Black Mirror and they're like yes that's the one with that little robot dog right everyone remembers the robot dog it's a the Boston Dynamics uh I forget what they call that thing but it's a you know it's a it's a creepy dog because it looks so the way it moves is so real (laughs) and uh and there was a whole episode about it called Metalhead And people loved it. People, it's one of the most memorable episodes because of that. So I want to see more of that. I want to see more, and not only just the dog, but I want to see, you know, we're at the point now where we have some pretty creepy AI robots, you know, look up creepy AI robots on YouTube and you'll see what I mean. People, there are some robots out there, some, some androids essentially that, um, that are Crazy, Like, they answer questions, and they talk back to you, and I don't know. Like, I want to see some of that. Uh, also, more psychological horror. We have the robot stuff. We have the, um, you know, the, the mind-bending stuff. But the psychological horror, the stuff that is scary and messes with your mind at the same time. Like, uh, there was the episode Shut Up and Dance, which is the one where the kid was caught on his webcam doing some nefarious deeds and he was blackmailed he was basically blackmailed and then he well i won't spoil it but he he got into this big circle of of craziness where at the end you know kind of there was no turning back when he got to the end and, and did some things uh, great episode and it really messed with your mind it was there was some gasping from me when i, <laughs> I saw that episode it was like what uh, Men Against Fire was pretty cool. That was the one with the roaches, which were um, it wasn't. A, I don't know. It was a good episode. It, it had like undead kind of things in there, and that was pretty cool. White Christmas, the one with John Hamm was a great, great episode. That's the kind of stuff I want to see more of. You know, the stuff that makes you think, the stuff you have to really pay attention to, which people don't do enough of these days. Everyone's watching TV with their phone in their hand. Um, I want you know I want stuff that's That really makes you think and and makes you pay attention Another thing I want to see is More dark comedy Um, You know (laughs) I don't know I just I I love like the nosedive episode The dating one That's that was a great episode And I I love that kind of stuff Like stuff that's funny but like in a Really really dark way Great They do it really well in Black Mirror So I want to see more of that uh, fewer pop celebrity guests even though i just mentioned that miley cyrus was you know one of the great stars of of black mirror in it's actually the last episode of season five the last one we saw the one that kept a taste in our mouth for three years was the one with miley cyrus where she was a she's like a pop icon and well it things turned weird there was like a clone of her or like a doll kind of thing and yeah things turned really weird Um, now that was actually I mean it wasn't a horrible episode I I didn't I didn't mind it but it was their lowest ranked episode from what I hear it was like their lowest uh, either lowest viewership or something like that like people rank it and they just thumbs down I don't know if it's because of Miley Cyrus I I don't know what it is but it didn't do well so maybe maybe a little bit less of of that Uh, no more interactive episodes now before you throw something at your whatever you're listening to this on um, the, the interactive episodes were cool, The Bandersnatch, the movie that came out in 2018 I think it was, between between a couple seasons there, like between four and five, uh, that was a great movie, right Bandersnatch was great, everyone was talking about it when that came out, and it really kind of put Black Mirror on the map but, for 2018, now, again, 2018 was four years ago, right? Keep that in mind. 2018 is when people were doing that. People were doing that, that whole interactive Netflix thing where you get to choose your own adventure, and it was cool. It was fun. But here's what I'm saying. I'm saying let's not rely on that anymore. Let's not rely on that technology anymore because it was fun. It was gimmicky back then. But now let's go, let's go a step further. Let's do VR, Let's see a Black Mirror VR experience where not only you choose your adventure, um, you know, in the story itself, but you can maybe, I guess it would have to be like a, a, something on, on a game, probably like, you know, it's something on Steam. But you get to the point where you can look around while you're watching the episode, you know, you're in the episode. Wouldn't that be cool? And I, I'm sure they've done that before, I'm pretty sure people have done that before i don't know i'm i'm kind of out of touch on that but uh i want to see it in black mirror you know what i mean i want to see where you're trying to maybe you're trying to figure out what's going on in this in this episode while you're right there in it that would be fun good times so yeah no more no more and and i say maybe i shouldn't say no more interactive because you're still vr is still interactive but no more interactive in the way that Bandersnatch was interactive in 2018. Let's let's go past that. Let's go with the technology and, and get to the next step. That's what I want to see. That's my wish list for season six. Um, huge Black Mirror fan. I want to see more post-apocalyptic stuff. Now, they don't really do that too much. They did it in that one with the roaches. They did it in um, a couple other ones where, you know, the world had ended. It's very dystopian. I mean, the, the Metalhead one, the one with the dog, robot dog. That was definitely dystopian um let's see more of that right so that I can write about it on this site (laughs) so I can uh so I can have an excuse to watch it and write about it right uh okay so I don't know let me know what you think if you have an opinion on this let me know in the comments what you think uh I think it could be fun to to have some of those things happen right all right let's talk about what is coming up now we don't have anything else on our calendar for May even though we have like two weeks left of May. Um, but as we get into June, we have Jurassic World Dominion, which is premiering on June 10th. Starship Troopers Terran Command has a new release release date of June 16th. The day before the PC game is not releasing in June. We still have it on our calendar. I need to take that off there. It's not releasing in June. It's now going to be 2023. Westworld Season 4. Oh, man, speaking of great TV shows, June 26th, that is supposed to come out. So June looks like it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we also have a lot of other great articles on the site. We have coverage of, you know, Attack on Titan, Attack on Titan's uh, manga is, uh, Stephanie's been writing about that quite a bit. We also have stuff about, uh, there's 86 which is another anime. um, And that's that's one Stephanie's really been watching quite a bit of and and writing reviews of each episode. Very cool. We have a guest writer who wrote about about a book called Pathogen, or I mean a film called Pathogen. Uh, Did a review on that. Very, very cool. Check that out because we love to have guest writers. I mean, if you're a guest, if you're a writer and you want to be a guest, then you can be a guest writer uh yeah so you know that that's all in every episode of this podcast i leave a little bit of a blurb about if you want to write for us um you know if you want to make this site better hey if you want to make this podcast better contact us and you know we want to get you on here we want we want a a team we want an army of people writing about post-apocalyptic stuff so yeah definitely cool stuff um I even there's even an article on the site about a new game coming out well they're supposed to have a kickstarter later this year called trailer park warlords of the apocalypse it's a tabletop game they've already shown it off at a few conventions in like the southeast u.s and uh i was excited about it when i saw it so i interviewed the guy so it's, a, it's an interview with the uh, the guy michael love who who created it i guess and designing it and stuff like that so yeah Another thing to look forward to. Check that out. Lots of stuff on the site. Lots of stuff on our social media. All the links are in the show notes for today in today's episode. So check all that out. And I want to thank every one of you for listening. This is always a blast. It's just me sitting in front of this microphone, ranting and raving about uh, the stuff I love the most. So so thanks everyone again for listening. And as always, stay alive out there, right? And always be ready for the big one. Bye-bye.